Welcome back to Empower Radio, beautiful person. My name is Bianca Scalise. I am your host. And if you're watching this, welcome to our new home. (laughs) We moved in, we're settled in, and I'm so thrilled to be able to be shooting the podcast here from my living room. Um, The space is, you can probably tell if you've watched this before, it's much bigger, it's much brighter, and I'm just so in love with it. So welcome to my home. And I'm excited to get into today's topic because it's one that so many people struggle with, and it can keep kind of knocking you off your fitness journey if you don't know how to navigate it. So the topic today is how to stay on track while traveling. <laughs> Such a topic with our um our coaching clients whenever they're, you know, set for a weekend that they're going to go to like a retreat or a business seminar or whatever it might be, we need to know how to adjust to that so that when we come back home, we feel refreshed, energized, ready to go and ready to take the next step forward instead of like we just dug ourselves into a hole that now we have to sort of pick ourselves out of. So the first step to set up for success while you're traveling is to gain clarity. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You should know by now, if you've been listening to this podcast, that within this podcast, we take practical, actionable steps forward. We don't just listen and indulge in knowledge and information. We actually do the work to apply this to our lives. So grab your pen and paper if you have a trip soon and write the answers to these questions for yourselves. All right, getting into it. The first question is, what is this trip for? Okay. So some of our clients travel a lot for work. They might travel every month or every two months or every quarter for work. And then maybe they'll have like two or three vacations in the year as well. So what is this trip for? Is it business or is it vacation? Because we're going to treat the expectations of those a little bit differently, right? And maybe it's a hybrid, but fill that out. What is this trip for? Typically when I'm traveling for work, I'm going to keep my goals relatively the same or at least really similar. Um, Maybe just making some tweaks and adjustments based on the equipment I'm going to have access to or something along those lines. Um, If you have a job that requires you to frequently travel, it is a must to be able to get this system on lockdown and know how you define success when you travel for work. The uh, alternative is maybe you're traveling for vacation. And when I'm traveling for vacation, I'm typically going to adjust my goals quite a bit to give myself permission to indulge in whatever it is, a new space, uh, a new country, a new culture, new foods. Um, Vacation only comes along for most people, at least two or three times a year where you have maybe like a week long or 10 day long vacation and doing indulging in your vacation once or twice or three times a year is not going to make or break your progress. Um, But it can definitely influence your mindset. If you go in with a plan and you go in with full permission for, you know, letting yourself indulge in fun treat meals like every day or every other day. So the next question that's going to give us clarity is what do I want to get out of this trip? write everything that you want to get out of the trip personally. Um, if it's a work trip professionally, what do you want to get out of the trip? Um, for this, for you, it might be something like joy or adventure, fun, laughter. Um, it might be something like if you're traveling for work, gaining new tools or skills, maybe networking, maybe meeting some new friends or, um, meeting some new peers. What do you want to get out of your trip? Okay. Write that all down. Next is how do I want to feel after the trip? 
Okay. So fast forward to when you get home, we're putting ourselves in the state of mind that honors that we are a being that's going to continue, right? Sometimes it can feel like I'm living for the moment, YOLO, but you are the only one that's going to have to deal with the way that you feel with your choices when you get back home. And please know, and you'll see as this podcast goes along, I am not the person that's going to say, no matter what, while you're on vacation, work out six times a week and track your macros and all that. Cause it's really just not realistic. And the highest form, one of the highest forms of love for yourself is being honest with yourself and setting yourself up for success. So being honest with ourselves, uh, comes first over, you know, wanting to do all of the things. So what, how do I want to feel after this trip? So some examples would be, I want to feel like I've enjoyed myself really fully. I want to feel like I really immersed myself in my trip. I want to feel like I had fun. I want to feel refreshed after my trip. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel good in my body. I want to feel inspired. How do you want to feel when you get home back from your trip? Write that down. Next question. And last one for the subject is how do I not want to feel after this trip? Equally as important as the last question. How do you not want to feel? Or another way to phrase this is what am I not willing to feel after this trip? So some answers would be, I don't want to feel bloated or stuffed. I don't want to feel set back. I don't want to feel a sense of regret. I don't want to feel a sense of failure right? These are things that most people would not want to feel after getting back from a week-long vacation or whatever it might be. So write those out as well. All right. So hopefully those um, questions, if you've answered them, they should give you clarity on what is the vision for this trip. Step two is based on that clear understanding that you've just created for yourself of what you want out of this trip, we're going to create action items that are in alignment with that vision for you. So you might, hopefully currently you have a workout plan, like weekly, you might work out three times a week or four times a week. Um, hopefully you have a nutrition plan, you know, uh, around how much you're supposed to be eating. Maybe you're tracking, or maybe you are intuitive eating or eyeballing portion sizes. Maybe you have some approach to nutrition that you follow. I hope that you do. Um, and hopefully you also have a non-exercise activity goal or a step goal. Um, out of these, we're going to dive into specifically which ones do we want to keep exactly the same while we're on our trip. Maybe if you uh, get 8,000 steps a day and you're going to be on your trip and you are you know, in a place like Italy or something like that where you are walking a lot, it should be pretty easy to keep that step goal the same, right? But maybe you are not in a place where you're going to be walking out. Maybe you're going to adjust that. So let's click get clear on these three areas. So the first one is going to be our workout goal or our exercise goal while we are on our trip. So the first thing to do is write out what are your normal exercise goals? Like what do you normally commit to on a weekly basis? So for me, my exercise goals on a weekly basis are I strength train four times a week in the gym. And I do cardio one time a week for 20 to 30 minutes. So those are my typical exercise or workout goals. Now we have to ask ourselves a few questions for our trip. 
what dates am I away and how many days is that? I know that might seem like basic information, but write it down. What dates am I away? How many days is that? How many days and nights? Second question is, what is my schedule while I'm there? Write out your schedule and also answer the question, when is my free time? Okay. So maybe you're going away for a work seminar and you are in a seminar for the morning 10 to 1230. And then again, from three to six, bust out your schedule, your itinerary of whatever you're going to be doing. And if you don't have any itinerary, then I highly suggest that you create a rough idea of where you're going. Me and Matt just recently went on a trip to go visit his parents. Um, we all met up in Las Vegas and we went to a national park that's in the area. And I knew that I was going to have maybe an hour in the morning. That was my free time. And, um, maybe two hours in the evening. That was my free time. Um, and I knew that the rest of the day was going to be blocked off to be with family, to be driving around, road tripping around, et cetera. Write out your schedule as specifically as you can get it and specifically when is your free time. All right. Next is, is it realistic for me to get my normal workouts and cardio in while I'm out of town? Okay. So you have to ask yourself the question, you know, if you're gone for seven days, if you're gone for a week, it, can I get in those four strength training sessions and one cardio session? And maybe the answer is no. And if it's no, that's okay because we aren't going to be living on the road, right? For most of us, some of you, some of us do, but for example, if I'm going out of town for a work trip and I know I'm going to be pretty busy with a work seminar, but I also know that, um, I'm going to have a little bit of free time when I wake up and, um, a little bit of yeah free time in the mornings and maybe like only 30 minutes in the evenings, then I'm going to set myself up to maybe wake up at seven, work out from seven 30 to eight 30, and then go to the seminar by nine or 10 or whatever it is. I know that I don't necessarily want to pressure myself to work out all four days, but I know that I'm going to feel better in my body, in my energy. If on this work trip, I at least work out three times that week. Um, I know that I'm going to want to mingle with people, go on group dinners and things like that. So I'm not going to pressure myself to do that fourth workout, but I think that I can get in three in the morning, right? So this is an example of how I might work through it in my mind. Seeing the schedule, seeing your free time is really going to help you to get clear and answer these questions for yourself. The next question is what equipment will I have access to when I'm gone? So if you're at a hotel, look at the hotel gym website. It's so easy. Look at their picture of their gym and you might see that they have dumbbells and maybe some machines, but they don't have barbells and they don't have a leg press, whatever it might be. Look at those things and prepare so that you know what equipment you have access to so that you can adjust your plan. Maybe you're deciding, hey, you know what? I don't want to work out at the hotel gym or I'm going to be in an Airbnb. All you have to do is look in the area, like look up your Airbnb. And then from there, look at gyms in that area. Um, and you'll more than likely be able to purchase a guest pass for like $10 a day, $15 a day, $20 a day at the high end. Um, so what equipment do you have access to and what equipment do you need? Or can you just change your plan? And the last question is, what do I need to adjust in my workouts 
length of workouts or equipment for workout so that you can set up for success. So do you need to adjust your workouts? This is crucial because if your workouts normally take you 75 to 90 minutes, but you know, you only have an hour, then you're going to need to shorten those up. Right. Um, if you know that you usually need barbell, uh, access to a barbell, but you're not going to have that. Okay. Prepare for that in advance. All right, sweet. So if you fill those out, you know exactly what your plan is going into your trip for your workouts. And you know exactly how you're going to edit your plan based on what you usually do and factoring in your trip activities. Next step is to set nutrition goals, set nutrition goals for the trip, nutrition expectations of ourselves. This is where it gets really tricky for people because nutrition is already tricky for a lot of people. I would say one of the biggest reasons why is simply education, like understanding what you should be eating on a daily basis, how much of these different things you should be eating. Um, that is the biggest hurdle because if you're then throwing in, you know, trip on top of trip and travel and all of that on top of not even really knowing what your body needs to eat. And you're just kind of going off of like, Oh, I'm going to try to eat healthy, whatever that means. I'm going to eat salad until I'm super hungry and then just eat everything. See, that's just not going to work. So before all of that, as a pretext, you got to get clear on understanding nutrition. You have to know what a protein is, how you're going to eat that, how much of it you need, what a carbohydrate is, what a fat is that type of thing. So if you need help with that, before we get into this, then go back to the earlier episodes on nutrition, on protein. I teach you all about that because I want for you to be informed. I want for you to be educated. I want for you to make educated decisions and not just think, oh, what's the lowest calorie option all the time. So let's get into nutrition goals for your trip. So typically when you are home, what is your nutrition strategy? Are you currently tracking macros? Um, are you currently prioritizing protein? Are you currently creating what we call in empower a um, flawless plate where you're prioritizing protein on the plate and then you have some vegetable on the plate and you have some carbohydrate and you cook in maybe oil for a little bit of fat? What is your strategy normally? You need a strategy normally. Otherwise, failure to, what is it? Uh, failure to prepare is preparing to fail. <laughs> What's your normal strategy? And do you think that, do you want to do that normal strategy while you are away? So I'm going to give you my normal strategy right now. At least I'm tracking my food. Um, I don't always track my food, but right now I'm in a deficit and I want to make sure that I'm getting enough protein, yada, yada. So I'm tracking my food. Um, some of our clients actually, uh, don't track their food. They do, um, uh, like a meat, a meal menu for the week. And they'll write out like their go-to breakfast, their go-to lunches. Um, they'll have some variety for dinner. And then typically we have one to two just completely free meals per week. Free meal, meaning, um, you know, anything you want just based on taste. Not, you know, that could be like an Oreo Sunday, whatever. Um, do you want to stick to that while you're out of town? For me personally, if I was going to go away for one week and I was tracking my food while I'm here... I'm more than likely if it's a, if it's a vacation, I'm more than likely not going to weigh everything and measure everything that I eat and track all of my food. I could bring my food scale for certain things that I might have a question on, 
but for most meals, I am mostly not going to be tracking my food. That's just me. Maybe you want to weigh and measure everything that you eat, every single thing that you eat while you're out of town. Hey, I support that. And I admire the discipline. I think it's amazing. And traveling with a food scale, honestly, isn't hard, but if I'm going to Italy and I'm going to be in Rome and Tuscany, you bet I'm going to be eating that pasta, eating that pizza, drinking that wine. And that's okay. If I went to Italy for a week, I'm going to give myself permission to eat either pizza or pasta every day. Okay. Um, I'm probably not going to be cooking for myself while I'm there at all. Some of y'all, when you go out of town, especially if you're doing something where you're at an Airbnb or something like that, you might be able to cook for yourself. Okay. If you are going on a work trip, I highly suggest that you either get meal prep while you're there, or you cook for yourself while you're there, or you go to Chipotle while you're there, or you seek out meals that are in alignment with what you need to be eating to be hitting your goals. I'm going to distinguish that from a vacation trip where, you know, it's seven days and you only do this twice a year and you're in a different part of the country and you want to experience their food. Okay. But we still can stick to some principles, some, some guidelines that are going to make sure that by the time we get home, we don't just feel like a sack of potatoes and super bloated and uncomfortable in our body. Cause that's not something I'm willing to feel after a trip. So the first question was, is it realistic to track my food while I'm out of town? And do I want to do this? Um, if it's a work trip, I would encourage you to be tracking more. If it's a vacation, I'm going to encourage you to let go of that for the week and be okay with that. Second question for most people, at least this is your choice in the end. Second question is what cookware do I have access to? Do you have a refrigerator, a freezer, a microwave, a stove, an air fryer? This is going to determine what foods or snacks you're going to buy when you get to your destination. Um, maybe your accommodation has a small refrigerator and a small freezer and a microwave. Awesome. You can do a lot with that. Um, the next question is, am I going to grocery shop when I arrive and when? Okay. So re Ugh, this was a few months ago. I went on a work trip. One of the first things I did when I got there, cause I was going to be there for a whole week is I went to the grocery store with a couple of my friends that were there and we grocery shopped because you need food. And if you don't have food, you're going to end up getting really hungry and just reaching for the closest thing that that's there to you. Right. Because your body is like, Hey, we need energy. We need calories now. So are you going to grocery shop when you get there? And if so, when the groceries you're going to buy, of course, are going to be dependent on the cookware and cook storage stuff that you have access to. Okay. Now it's time to set specific nutrition goals for the trip. I'm going to give you an example of what this could look like. My specific nutrition goals for my work trip that I'm giving you the example of number one, I'm going to eat three meals a day that prioritize protein. Okay. Number two is I'm going to eat two to three snacks a day that prioritize protein. Number three is I'm going to enjoy two meals of whatever the heck I want. No rules just for funds while I'm out. 
Now I'm going to give you an example of what these nutrition rules would be or nutrition goals would be if I was on a vacation. So I'm in a week. I'm, I'm in a week. I'm going to Italy for a week. I'm not really, but in this example, I am. I wish I was. Um, I'm going to make sure that I eat three meals a day, two to three meals a day that prioritize protein. What does that mean? It means that if I go to the pizzeria and I ask for a, a personal pizza, I'm also going to ask for some side of protein, whether that's meat or whatever type of protein you like. I'm going to make sure that I have protein in my meals, but I'm also going to let myself eat the fun things. I am going to make sure that I buy protein forward snacks. So protein forward snacks, actually, that's going to be the next podcast. So if you need examples of great travel foods to eat um, that are going to keep you on, on track, watch the next podcast. And I'm going to allow myself to have at least two completely free free meals that don't necessarily like, I'm not going to be thinking of protein the first thing in those two, like totally free meals. But in most of my other meals, I'm going to make sure that I eat the thing I want, the pizza, the pasta, whatever. But I'm also going to make sure that I have a solid protein source with that, whether that's a protein shake. And that's a, that's another really good, um, specific nutrition goal to have while you're out, uh, while you're on a trip, drink one to two protein shakes every day. That's really going to help you get in 25 to 50 grams of, um, protein while you're away. Cool. Last thing real quick is just making sure that we have a non-exercise activity goal for while we're away. So typically my step goal is 8,000 steps daily. My nose is really going for it. If you're watching the video, I'm just like, I don't know what's super itchy in my nose holes. Um, normally I'm 8,000 steps a day. We have to ask ourselves, uh, when are you going to have time to walk? That might be super natural. Like you might be in Italy walking around the city, but you might be on a work trip where you're sitting in a, a conference or a seminar for seven hours a day or whatever. When are you going to have time to walk? Maybe you set aside five to 20 minute pockets for walks. So in the morning, you know, maybe you have 10 minutes to take a walk on your break at 2.30, like if you're in a seminar and you have a break, like an intermission, maybe you take a 10 minute walk or in the evening, do you have a little bit of time to walk on the treadmill at the hotel for 10 to 20 minutes? You catch my drift. When are you going to have time to walk? Which shoes will you take? Next question. Which shoes will you take uh, that you're going to be comfortable to walk in? This is such a simple question, but if you don't pack the right uh, like, like athletic wear that can really discourage you from walking. Because if you're just in like kitten heels, walking around town, it's probably not going to be the most comfortable thing. So what shoes do you need to take to make sure that you're comfortable when you walk? And the last one is what will your step goal be while you're on this trip? Um, maybe you're going to stick to your normal step goal, or maybe you're going to take off a thousand or 2000 steps. All right, sweet. So we did a lot here. We got really specific. I hope that this helped you. Um, because when you are going out of town, I know it can feel like, 
it's a lot like travels a lot. Air travel is a lot. Road trips are a lot. And to have a plan can really help you to feel like you're honoring yourself. You're loving yourself. When you get back home, you don't feel a sense of regret. You just feel like, yeah, that was amazing. And I, I still feel good in my body. You know, it's not really fun when you have a quote unquote vacation, but you come back home and you feel discontent with your body or discontent with your actions. Right. So I hope that this helped you to set up for success. And if you want some recommendations on really great travel foods to eat, um, and like how to stay on track while you're eating out, how to stay on track while you're traveling, go ahead and listen to the next podcast where we'll talk all about that. All right. Talk to you soon.